I mean, I am looking forward to that aspect of it. You're going to be gone for so long. It's going to be weird. Like, I'm going to be living down there. I'm a resident, basically. I've got a residency. How long does it have to be before you say you have a residency? I think it's probably a couple of years. Oh, uh, dang it. <laughs> Maybe. I dang don't know. In a couple shorter. of years? Yeah. I don't know. I think a, a six six days, a week-long residency? Sure. That's how I'm going to pitch it. Hello, everyone. Mm-hmm. This is Fun Employment Radio. I'm Greg Nibbler here with Sarah Stillen. Thank you so much for tuning in today, wherever and however you listen. It is so fantastic that you do so. Of course, we're live here five days a week on the Fun Employment Radio Network and available via podcast all over the internet, wherever podcasts can be found. And thank you for finding us. I want to thank everybody who tunes in and goes to funemploymentradio.com and clicks on the Audible link at the top of the page. And Audible is a great way to support Fun Employment Radio. You can sign up, get a free audiobook. Not one, but two free audiobooks. Wow. And also support us. Uh, I just want to talk about my book for a second, and that is Nosferatu that I'm reading. Are you Nosferatu starting to get like my Sue Grafton? I haven't actually talked about it for quite a long time. Okay, well, tell us about it, Greg. On the show. I think I told you something personally, but uh, but yeah, no, it's it's good. And I just finding out that there's a television show as well is, is, is great. Is it is it a new show? Uh, it's on AMC. Oh, yes. all right. With Zachary Quinto. So anyway, I'm going to be you watching that afterward. Zachary Quinto. But, uh, but yeah, I would suggest that book. It's a good one. Uh, so anyway, you can go to funemploymentradio.com, click on the Audible link, and sign up for a free trial and get an audio book. So I was just talking about myself uh, going out of town next week, which is when I'm going to be at CES. And I'll talk about that here in a Not few. Not even next week, like in like a well, day Well, I'm and going a half. in a couple of days, yeah. yeah. Uh, but we'll talk about that here in a minute. We need to talk about what Sarah is doing, though. And Sarah is going up for something uh, this weekend. Sarah, what is it that you're doing? I'm very excited. So um, I I think I talked about this briefly yesterday, but my sister and her husband and my niece uh, ended up spending this past Christmas down in California because it was his turn to have the family down for Christmas down there to celebrate. So on on years that they go down um, to celebrate in California on actual Christmas Day, the week after we usually have another Christmas celebration. Uh Uh-huh. So tomorrow so it's we're double doing, Christmas. Yeah, so tomorrow we're doing another double Christmas all the way. Christmas, double Christmas. Oh my god. Yes. So we're doing a double Christmas tomorrow, which means I have to I'm driving up to Bremerton tomorrow morning uh to do a, a whole other Christmas. So, so I don't know exactly what it entails because it's been a while since we've done one of these. I mean, when you do your Christmases and and there's nothing wrong with this. I'm just I'm, you know, bringing everybody up to speed. You and your family, you like to have like the matching pajamas and the and the reading of the books. I would books. say like is a small, like that's that's not the that's most not, accurate term. That's not a strong enough term. It's not a st- I Love may not be strong enough. I tolerate them. You tolerate- Not the family, what? the pajamas. Oh. I don't really love the pajamas. You don't? Really? I kind of thought that was your, kind of your thing. No, I mean, it's always fun to have like a new But everybody has matching but- pajamas. Yes, we do all have matching pajamas. <laughs> <laughs> so, so when you do Christmas like out of out of order like this, you know, a, a week and a half or whatever after Christmas, um, are you going to do all the same normal things that you do? I don't know. Okay. So I think that we might. So you're in for a surprise because we didn't really do all the Christmas stuff. But that's the thing. It's like it's you know now it's 2020. It's you know the third of January. Right. Like, do we listen to Christmas songs again? Like, I do we? Do you do think you're going to do it? I mean, maybe. It's like the land that time forgot. Like you're just going to go right back and like it's a Groundhog's I Day of Christmas. So, because I know that my mom still has – she told me she was leaving every single Christmas decoration up. <laughs> so we still have like the weird Christmas house on the block. <laughs> I don't know how long. But I mean my dad like totally does it. Like we have all these decorations outside. Like it's – They're the, still there? Oh, yeah. No, my my dad 
my, my parents are very enthusiastic about decorating. My mom does tackles the inside of the house. My dad does the outside. So there's lots of Christmas lights. Um, a few years back, he built like these wooden reindeer things that are in the front yard too. They're festive. That, it's a festive. They're super festive. You come from a festive people. Mm-hmm. Yes, your family I, is I very festive. From, I, I do come <laughs> from a festive people. So I do know that that's all still there. And then plus also my aunt and uncle are coming again too. Wait, so you're doing the whole family's We're redoing doing Christmas. It. Let's do it again for the cheap seats in the back, <laughs> yeah. Wow. Yeah. That's pretty. That's pretty amazing. Okay. So I don't know exactly what it is like if we're going to. Do watch, you have like, to go to church again? Does everybody oh, go to God, church? No. no, I did that for my one time a year. Uh huh. It's my. It is my sister's turn. Yeah. If there is church involved, which it isn't going to be Christmas mass, so it's not the same. Right. I don't know. I just don't know how far it goes. I don't either. To recreate it. Yeah. Like set the calendars back because my like mom on that is day. Already calling me. She's like, "What time are you going to get on the road, Sarah? Okay, we need to get here sooner than later, so that way we can like start celebrating." I'm like, "Oh my gosh." Whoa, <laughs> that's intense. Like, didn't you just do it? I was just there a week ago. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I was actually, I just had driven back at this point last week. So, okay, but all the way back to it again. Yes. Well, that's great, though. But, I mean, I want to spend time with my family. Plus, yeah. like, Eloise then gets her, you know, another Christmas. Will you sing the, and that's your niece. That's will, my niece, yes. Will you sing the Christmas carols all over again and do all that, too? I don't know. Okay. I'm just, I'm honestly curious. I'm not judging. But it did kind of sneak up on me. And like now it is the 3rd of January and I totally have not, because I've been like, oh, I have. Do you have to get other presents? Yes, because I have been putting it off. Wait, you have to buy presents again? Well, I didn't get them any presents because they weren't there. Wait a minute. What? Oh, okay. But do you have to buy like everybody else? They're not my parents. No, I don't need to get them more presents. Okay. But I'm saying like today I need to go, I'm going Christmas shopping again (laughs) because I need to, I totally have not gotten anything for them. And I'm leaving super early in the morning. Oh, wow. So I don't know. You'll probably see at some point tomorrow a picture of me and my sister and probably my niece maybe wearing elf pajamas. <laughs> I'm not sure <laughs> because I am a 39-year-old adult woman who uh, that's that's what happens there. Okay. Yeah. All right. Just I was just clarifying. Just wanted to understand mm-hmm. uh, how that how that all worked. So I am pretty excited. It's another Bremerton Christmas. Another Bremerton. It's a Bremerton miracle. <laughs> we'll Christmas see. all over again. <laughs> well, for you for holidays, since you come from a festive family, what's your favorite holiday to celebrate? Is um, it Christmas? I like Christmas. I do yeah. like um, I do like Thanksgiving. Well, no, I think I like Christmas the most probably. Yeah. Yeah, we always have a Christmas lasagna. Okay. Which is right. the most – my mom makes the best lasagna in the entire fucking world. It is the best. And you've actually tried my I have tried some of it, And yes. it is It's very amazing. good. Amazing. Yep. Yes. She, great. I, I cannot even, like, believe how much lasagna I can put into my body. Like, it is a gross amount. <laughs> I, re- <laughs> I want no. that audio clip just taken out. I wish I wouldn't have ruined the gross part at the end, but – Seriously, I can eat more lasagna than I can anything else. Ever. Really? Like a is that what you're pit. saying is a challenge? You can eat more lasagna than anything else. My mom's lasagna. Okay, you're the vat of it. Oh, I I ate like she made a pretty substantial portion of it, like a big I don't know, like a big glass pan of it. Uh huh. I ate like a quarter of it. Wow, I was pretty impressed. My my dad was actually impressed. Yeah. Yeah, he was like, I'm, wow. (laughs) (laughs) So if there were an eating contest, that's what you would choose for your Mm go-to food. Probably. That or macaroni and cheese. Okay. Like if you won where you thought that you could win at. I could win a craft macaroni and cheese eating contest, hands yeah. down. If I were to do one, it would be taquitos. Like the store-bought taquitos. Oh, yeah. I can 
I can take down. You some put taquitos. taquitos into your mouth like someone puts like logs into a wood chipper. I love taquitos. They're just like. I am a big fan. Big fan. Brrr. Chicken and cheese ones. Those are my favorite. Mm-hmm. Yep. That's that. I I could probably do all right at that. Mm-hmm. Uh, unless I get stage fright or something, I probably would. And I'd be like, oh, I'm too full. Uh, but that's neither here nor there. So. So congratulations. You're going to be having your second Christmas. Yes. And that's, that's wonderful. I'm pretty excited. I am excited because I'll be on my plane on Sunday. Is what what I fly do you out even to Las do Vegas. with that much time? So you get there on Sunday and then it doesn't start until like Tuesday? Uh, the, actual, the actual show. So uh, if you listened to last episode, you know all about this. I'm going down to Las Vegas for CES, the Consumer Electronics Show for Digital Trends. We're going to be doing broadcasting down there. Um, Maude Garrett's back. She's going to co-host too. And then... What, uh, what's happening? So I leave on Sunday, but yeah, the broadcast doesn't start till Tuesday. So it's a lot of like prep and preparing, and they're like building the stage and all that stuff, and the broadcast booth. So I'll I'll have mostly what I'll be doing is figuring out who I'm talking to, and trying to memorize as much as I can about them. Mm-hmm. That's a lot of what I'll be doing or during that time, and then like so getting is it everything mostly ready. Mostly interviews. Mostly interviews, and then this year's a little different, so I'll be tossing it two people in the field like we'll have people live remote from different parts of CES so like alright we're going live to oh, so, so and so really right awkward now. connections where someone's standing there and they don't get like well, the, hopefully, the memo yet and they'll yeah. be like and they'll be saying they're staring at the thing holding their microphone like yeah thank you Greg yes I'm here right now on the showroom floor we're That's, looking at some of the newest and best most innovative digital technologies in the world yeah well you better got it you can, mm-hmm. you can do it yep. uh, that's Hopefully not uh, going to be happening as far as the delays, but yeah, that could happen. So I, I have to be able to cover. It's always up. so awkward when someone's just standing there holding the microphone and blinking slowly. Yeah, staring, staring like, off into the microphone. It's it's not fun for anybody, either no. that person staring or the person who's trying to toss to them. Uh, yeah, Keelan just said Sarah's too good at that. Yeah, you probably you kind of nailed I'm a natural. it. That's a pretty I know. good. That's a pretty good oh, intro yeah. right there. Um, yeah, hopefully, hopefully we're going to work out the kinks on that, so that won't be. What an are you going to wear? That's a big question. Oh. So they want me to wear what we've talked about, and I'm, I have a meeting about this in just a little while, but they <laughs> they want me to do like this whole sport coat thing and um, and uh, and a shirt and all that, and which looks nice. But the thing is, I don't know how warm the room is going to be where we're broadcasting from. Oh, God, you're going to be so sweaty. And that's what I, I just have to make it real clear to everybody today. Like, look, I understand, and that look is great. But for me personally, if I'm there for eight hours and it's hot in that room, it's not going to look good. It's not good. It's not going to be pretty. You don't want to be like mopping your face the entire time? I'm going to be, yeah. I'm going to be full of grossness. Yeah, I will be sweating. Like I can't do it. So I have to be careful about that. This is always an issue. Like we both have that issue. Oh, I know. Of the sweating. Yeah, absolutely. The sweats. And so I, I have to try to. Don't throw me under the bus. We're talking about your sweats, not my sweats <laughs> right now. Yeah, but that's that's something that I'm concerned with. Mm. I'm very concerned, concerned with it. I mean, have you expressed this to the higher ups? I am doing that today. Oh, I you have, have to expressed have an awkward it. conversation about like body liquid. I have expressed it already, but I need to make sure that it's clear. Like this might have to be a case by case basis as far as what. <laughs> so I have to bring down a ton of clothes. So, so I have options. Uh, why don't you talk to me as if you're trying to convince me that you don't need to wear multiple layers? And I'm like a super fancy digital trends person. Okay. So, um, <clears throat> so hi. 
Oh, hello, Greg. How are you today? Yes, that's how, how, that, everybody, that's, 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 that's how everybody sounds. Yes. yes. Yes, it's very much like that. Hello. Hi, Greg. Mm-hmm. We are very much looking forward to you covering this year's CES for Digital Trends. Yes, that's this is exactly how my conversations go. Um, no, I'm, I'm very excited, too. It's going to be great. As are we. We are so excited that you are going to put your best yes. foot forward and represent the company in the best way you know how. And, and that'll be by wearing nice power suits. <laughs> power suits? Isn't that what they are? I don't know. I don't think that's a power suit. Um, yeah, I mean, it's it's going to be, um, you know, it's going to be really, uh, really fun. Now, I did want to ask just a little bit about the wardrobe. Because yes, Greg, the wardrobe is very important because you are representing the company. Yeah. And, uh, and, and you know, and I want to make sure that I represent the company well. But the, here's the thing. So we're going to be on air for a while. Uh, for about eight hours, and yes, Greg. If the room is, do we know what the temperature of the room is? Um, I'm not a weather psychic, Greg. I do not know. I'm sure it will be very pleasant. I wasn't. I didn't think you'd be a weather psychic, but if it's really warm in there, I worry that too many clothes just wouldn't look uh, the best on camera. Like Why, Greg? Made... Do you have some sort of medical issue? <laughs> I'm reporting this woman to HR. You need to be concerned <laughs> about Greg. Well, just if it's very warm, and I worry that you know, with a big thick jacket on, it could uh, lead to some sweating or something like that. You know, it could be a little sweaty. You're concerned about your body moisture. Gross. <laughs> I don't like this at all. <laughs> this is not what it's like, by the way. <laughs> yes. I just don't know how to successfully convince somebody who doesn't sweat that you're not a monster because you do. Oh, I never get to who don't sweat look at anybody who does sweat as if they're like gross and lesser than them. Yeah. They do. I see it on people's faces during the summer. All these are like when I'm like profusely sweating and there's like, ew, like shouldn't you drink some water or something? I'm like, I have drank all the water. I have I have I've blotted, I've done everything. I'm just sweaty. This is just who I am. This is just who I am. Yeah. I didn't ask to be like this. This is just the way I was made. Is that how I should do it? Just go in a lot more manic? You should just go in real hard. <laughs> yeah, real <laughs> I cannot do that. This is who I am, and I sweat, and I drink water, and I don't care. There's nothing I can do about it. That's the worst when non-sweaty people give you unsolicited fucking sweating advice. Uh-oh. That is my least favorite. Tapped into a nerve here. Well, yeah, when someone's just like, oh, have you tried what? drinking water? I'm like, I will dump a cup of water on your goddamn dry head. Wow. Sorry. Jesus. I'm angry. Real sensitive about that, yeah. I am because everyone acts as if if they're not a sweater, then they act as if like you could possibly control it. Mm-hmm. And sometimes you can't. Yeah. You can't control everything. Who is it? Who is it that tries to give you advice? Just, and non sweaters. Yeah. Non sweaters. Yeah. What else do they do to you? Nothing. They just look at you like you're gross. Like all of a sudden, like because you're sweaty, really? like all of a sudden you're smelly, and like they look at you like you have bad hygiene just because you can't control the fact that there's moisture coming out of your face. Mm-hmm. It is. It's like all of a sudden, like you do this one thing, and everyone thinks that you're super gross. Yeah. Because I don't smell sweat; I just sweat profusely. Right. Right. So anyway, what I'm saying is that when you so are sweating you profusely, you are going to be everyone's going to be judging you and thinking that you're gross. Sweet. So let's just yes. put that into the atmosphere. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, anyway. Um, yeah, so I'll be uh, concerned about that. Hopefully not sweating too much, but everybody can join me in the chat on whatever platform. That'd be great. Friendly voices would be good. So friendly voices. So if he's like profusely sweating, don't bring it up. Just say like. Yeah, well, you know, you could say just Greg, you're sparkling. So <laughs> <laughs> if you join that, there's there's the inside tip. If you're watching the live there's broadcast, like a vampire just say, from Twilight. hey, Greg, you sure are sparkling. <laughs> and then I'll know, but I won't be. You're glistening. 
You're glistening. No, not glistening. That's what my grandma when she would sweat. Because my grandma also sweated because we come from a family of sweaters. She's You're like, sparkling. She sweat. She glistens. Not glisten. Mm-hmm. Uh, yes, I'll be glistening. Um, yeah. Well, that's Let's very that. exciting. Yeah. Yeah, it'll it'll be it'll be fun. It's gonna be a long week. I will be basically. That's why I said it's a residency because I'm gonna be down there for quite a while. I'll be there for a bit. Are you gonna? Did you decide if you're gonna go to David Lee Roth? I haven't 100 percent decided yet, but I'm pretty sure. You probably should. I probably should. Doesn't he run around like assless chaps or something? I don't know if he does Somebody that. Somebody had that's, said that. See, he this did. is where it leads me to question. I did, we do know. It turns out we do have some other people who are gonna be down there too. Uh, it turns out a lot of people are fans of David Lee, David Lee Roth, and we've got a we've got a mutual buddy who's down there, and I wrote him, and now he added me into a, some group, some Facebook group of a bunch of people that are going to it. So it's well, now you've got to go. Now they're like places we can go party before David Lee Roth and like things like that. So it's like a oh whole my god, list. that sounds like the most old man Facebook group I've well, ever is. heard. I think it's a bunch of old people, you know, that are my age. Places we can go party before before David, David Lee, Lee Roth. Roth. <laughs> oh no. Yeah, it totally is. Like people that I brought it up to too. Places I'm like, oh, I'm gonna see David Lee Roth. Like, oh really? Huh. All right. Um, yeah. So that's that's where I'm. Okay. I'm in a group for it. For my residency. It's very exciting. Thank you. Hello, my friends. My name is Sarah X. Dylan. Welcome to my kind of bizarre world of crazy today. Crazy. First up, got a story out of Somerset, Massachusetts. Okay. At a Somerset. That sounds Somerset. classy. I guess I'm not really familiar with Massachusetts. I've only been to Boston a couple times. Right. So, I mean, it all seems just like really like kind of classy. Well, except for, you know, minus the story. I thought but they're mass holes. And I'm not saying that to anybody in Massachusetts. I would love to go visit there. Wow, Greg. They were. Except for you. And there was a really cool, uh, what was it? It was called the Middle East. Um, no it was a bar in Boston that was pretty rad when I went to visit my sister when she lived there. All right. Anyway, a woman who is claiming to be psychic in Somerset, Massachusetts, uh, has stolen more than $70,000 from a client by telling the woman that her 10-year-old daughter was possessed by a demon and she needed the money to banish the spirit. Okay. I'm not seeing the problem so far. So this woman was able to get $70,000 from somebody convincing them that they're... I mean, how? that seems like an expensive exorcism. Well, and plus, like, what's going on with the kid where you all of a sudden buy that it's possessed by a demon? Like, yeah, you're right. This kid sucks. I mean, I do know, I've, you know, I've known a lot of different 10 year olds over the you know course of like my friends having kids and, you know, grow- I mean, some are worse than others. Name some names. are amazing. I'm not going to name, name one. Names. <laughs> well, this woman's name is Tracy Milanovic. Uh, she's 37 of Somerset, is charged with obtaining property by trick along with larceny and witness intimidation. Police obtaining property by trick? By That's trick. the actual... That's huh. what it says. You've obtained my property by trick. By trick. Police started investigating on December 17th when the alleged victim reported that she was tricked by Milanovic, Milanovic or whatever, into handing over large sums of cash along with household items, including towels and bedding. To battle the demon inside of her 10-year-old. Well, the allegations date all the way back to November 15th, when the woman first went to her business, Tracy's Psychic Palm Reader, (laughs) for a tarot card reading, police say in their report. 
Well, uh, Milanovic was arrested on December 27th. She's arraigned this week and released on personal rec- recognizance. But she hasn't formally So was it like multiple yet. sessions? So people are asking anyone who thinks they might have been victimized by her to contact them. Yes, yeah, so it, it seems like it started in November. Then between November 15th and December 17th, this woman was able to basically extort $70,000 from from a woman who thought like that how her, do you keep on paying? Like I don't if know. you pay like And I seriously want to know what's wrong with this kid that you're paying $70,000 to try and get rid you know, of a demon. You know how much therapy that kid's going to need? Oh my god. Like just the fact that their mom paid 71 grand to thinking that this kid was full of a demon. Are you I full of demon? Like multiple sessions. It's probably not a good self-esteem booster. That's not. It's not going to be. No. It's not going to be. All right, next I've got a couple stories out of Florida. Greg, this story reminded me of you because it's something that you could buy, and it's not $70,000. It's only $5,000. A Florida woman is now selling a manatee-shaped chicken tender for the low, low price of $5,000. What? Yes. It's a manatee-shaped chicken tender. How big is this chicken tender? It's chicken tender-shaped, or sized. Uh, so it's a pricey chicken strip, which uh, this Florida woman named Tender, which she's selling on the Facebook marketplace. Yeah. <laughs> because it looks like it's in the shape of a... Yes. So they call it... So it was it was posted yesterday on Facebook marketplace. So they call it the Gentle Giant Shaped Tender. It was posted on Facebook marketplace yesterday by Riverview, Florida resident Melinda Britt Disbrow under Antiques and Collectibles. So uh, it's called Tender and was listed in new condition. So Disbrow says um, on the story of how she acquired her manatee-shaped chicken tender. I know that, Greg, I can see that you It looks really delicious. This story. I'm very hungry. It does look delicious. Yes. So um, there's a, a chicken place named Culver's. Have you ever heard of that? Mm, Me neither. Maybe it must be no. a Florida place. Well, Disbrow says about her chicken tender manatee discovery she says it was a hectic work day back at the dental office after the holidays i needed a little fuel to get me through my day now there is a culver's just across the street from our practice i thought chicken tenders would hit the spot i was thrilled to see my special tender as the last one remaining i could see you doing this in like 25 years dude i've tried to find like different shaped food things all the time. I took a picture of the tree, a tree the other day that looked like it had a picture of Jesus on it. Want to see it? This, I think my prediction was accurate. No, you're absolutely right because I'm always looking like for the what if. <laughs> what if what? What if what I, if it's actually Jesus in the tree? Well, what if I found a, actually found a tree that looks like Jesus? Hang on. Oh, there it is. Sarah is scrolling through her phone for everybody listening via podcast like right Jesus? now. <laughs> I don't know, Sarah. It does look like Jesus. Did you post this? No. Okay, why don't you post that? <laughs> Go ahead and post that, and we'll see what people think. It does look does like this that. tree look like Jesus or not? It does. I was on one of my old lady power walks. I'm like, oh, my God. Well, you look at that this over your, there. That tree looks like Jesus. This your tree looks like Jesus. <laughs> I mean, don't you kind of Merry see Christmas. I mean, Jesus is kind of, his eyes are a little off. And he has, like, something in his beard. But, I mean, that's totally Jesus. I'm going to let you. You should post that for everybody to take I a look at. I found a Jesus tree, everybody. All right. Don't, don't you ever look hey, to see it? Because like, people sell these idiotic things for like $5,000, $10,000 a pop, like a Cheeto that looks like a Bigfoot or something. Yeah. 
I like to look for possibilities. Sure. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so if you'd like to buy Tender, um, I think she's still for <laughs> she. They are still for sale. It is still for sale on Facebook Marketplace. Florida story number two. Out of Bradenton, Florida, police are searching for a suspect who allegedly broke into a man's a Florida man's home to suck on his toes. No, I didn't know where that was going. Ew, that was really always gross. Like, what are with these like toe sucker stories? I don't know. This incident took place at the home uh, at a home in Bradenton, Florida. Police say that while a twenty year old man was sleeping in his bedroom, he was awakened by a suspect suckling on his toes. Gross. This story is gross. According to the police, the victim asked the suspect what he was doing and that he did not and then he said he did not have any money but the suspect replied by saying that he was there to suck toes. Gross. Police stop saying that. <laughs> like, stop using that terminology. Police say that the toe sucker, or excuse me, the victim gross. That's so gross. I don't know why. This one really bothers me. proceeded uh, to punch the suspect in the mouth. Good for him. He's like, yeah. suck my toes. I would do the same and thing. forced him out of the home and into the yard uh, and out Outside into the yard while being forced out, um, the victim t- tried to grab at the suspect, but he was forced outside. The victim, um, ew, yeah, man. the victim was able to get him outside of his home. Uh, so police say the suspect proceeded to get on top of the victim's vehicle and stomp on the windshield until it broke, and then ran away from the scene on foot. Police say that a canine track ensued, but the toe sucker got away, and they were unable to locate him. This fucker and got the away. Search continues. Oh man. That is so disturbing. Well, if that disturbed you, I don't even know how you're going to deal with my last story. Fine. Well, I mean, it's not disturbing, Just disturbing. But it. I really had to check to make sure that this wasn't a repeat because this is similar to another story about a teacher that... Um, Just do it. A retiring English teacher has been fined for repeatedly pooping in a park. Oh, okay. Yes. A Wisconsin man who has been cited Yeah, there was that rape. one guy that was, that, like... He was the, uh, some, what was he? The threw por- up the big, like, the, 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 no, stink about the it. And then, they never caught the Portland pooper. No, the, the guy at the school, he... And he was the superintendent or yeah. something. Yeah. Yeah. No, so this is a different guy. Okay. So this is, like, some weird old man fetish thing going on. So a Wisconsin man who was cited for regularly defecating in a public park over a period of two years now has admitted the excuse for doing so wasn't that good. He says uh, his name is Jeffrey Churchwell of Elkhorn, Wisconsin, told police that he would publicly defecate up to several times per day. Dude, you got a problem. That is uh, some serious issues at Natureland Park in Whitewater, Wisconsin. (laughs) So why? Uh... Let's see. Well, let's find out. Uh, so as a result, the 60-year-old suspect, that seems about right, was cited for disorderly conduct and agreed to pay a $365 fine plus $5,700 to the county public works department to reimburse them for the stains he left. Uh. All right. So they first uh, figured out that it was Churchwell after <laughs> workers decided they discovered what he was leaving behind. At first, Churchwell, who was a high school English teacher who was officially retiring later this month, told the officer who pulled him over so he was leaving uh, as he was driving from the park after doing his thing, uh, who pulled him over. He said he didn't know why he was being stopped, but after deputies asked if they'd like to see pictures of why he was pulled over because they set up a sting, uh, Churchwell allegedly hung his head and he said, because I was going to the bathroom. (laughs) At first... Churchwell reportedly told police he'd been using the bathroom at the park since the summer, but later admitted he'd been doing it for over a year, almost two years. Wow, he just really caved. 
He said that the reason why he did it was uh, he did it for convenience, stupidity, and to be disrespectful. He really didn't like that park. He really did not like that park. So, uh, let's see, he says, so in, in a confession, he says, as well, after I was really thinking about why I did what I did, I came to the conclusion that I allowed my thrill-seeking, self-indulgent pride and ego to get the best of me. For that, I am truly ashamed of the thousands of students who, for some reason, respect me and my efforts here, uh, were to discover that I did this. Well, it wouldn't be good. Well, they did, and he's no longer working there. And maybe just don't do that. Just don't. It never turns out. Good. Try to restrain yourself. Yes. I mean, just find a bathroom. Yeah. We'll be fine. So there you go. There's another. And for some reason, it's another professor. I guess, or someone working in the public school system. I don't know. I, I don't, don't know, know, man. I don't know what it does yet. I don't know. Hand in hand. All right. There you go, my friends. That's your world of crazy. 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 All right. You're crazy. Wow. Well, that's a way. I don't know where we go after that. I do kind of want that chicken nugget, though. The manatee chicken nugget. I really can't believe that you're talking about eating after that story that I just did. Yeah, I know. See? I've been able to compartmentalize things. Oh, now I can't. Damn it. You ruined that for me. All right. So you're going to be gone all next week. I will be gone all of next week. But I will be here. Yes, you will. Next week. Sarah will be holding down the fort. special guests lined up. Um, So, yeah. I'm super excited. I am... Thank you, thank you, thank you mm-hmm. for handling the show next week. Well, I am out. Appreciate that greatly. No problem. Am I supposed to say something? Uh, no, I'm just saying thank you. You're welcome. It's going to be great. I know. I'm excited. So some special guests. I also um, yeah, need to reach out to a couple more people. So Getting it all locked and loaded, Greg. Okay. Are you going to post your picture of the Jesus tree? No, because then you're just going to make fun. I'll, I'll post it on the, you gotta post the it. website. Okay. you got to post it. Send us an email, funemploymentradio, gmail.com. Give us a call, 503-575-9120. Thank you, everyone, for tuning in to Fun Employment Radio. We uh, really appreciate you all. So how can people follow your Vegas adventures? At week? Greg Nibbler, and then um, follow Digital Trends on, the, so, on all their media outlets, like all of them. I'll be on all of them. And then... Um, yeah, it's going to be interesting this time because I'll be hosting it and throwing it to other people, and um, but I'll be I'll be posting on my own account too. Okay, dokie. I'll make a concerted effort to post more this week to show what we're doing. Sounds good. All right, well, have fun. Thank you. Be safe. Yes. Um, and be sure to take copious notes at your old man David Lee Roth party. There's places to party before David Lee Roth. <laughs> it's at seven thirty, you know. Get supper. Go to the show. Uh, All right. Thank you so much, everybody, for tuning in. We will be back. Well, Sarah will be back on Monday with more Fun Employment Radio. (laughs) Bye, friends. Bye. Bye.